Hey there, folks. Welcome to the uh, Outcast's secret patron show, uh, where you'd be getting anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. <laughs> Hopefully not an hour. <laughs> but there have been times where we uh, start talking about something and time gets away from us. So uh, this is just one topic that we're going to be bringing up. Sometimes that happens on the regular show, but this is the uh, the secret show. So what do I have for you guys this week? I have an Answers in Genesis uh, article that was shared to me by Dan Phelps. Who, if you don't know who Dan Phelps is, he's the paleontologist that provides the attendance numbers for the Ark. Mm. Sorry, I had to burp. <clears throat> Drinking lots of seltzer. He uh, he sent this article my way because he he scrolls through Ken Ham's bullshit, so I don't have to. So <laughs> thank you for that, Dan. That's very I appreciate much it. Appreciated, yeah. And he'll get this in um, sometime in April. <laughs> <laughs> where we'll be able to see this. Uh, anyway, anyway, the article is called 80% of teenagers expected to cohabitate is what it is. Teenagers, he says there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. He starts it off with a, we certainly do live in this very secularized culture. No, no, no not no, even going to do he's it. He's Australian. He's Australian. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to give we up on that. We certainly do live in a very secularized culture. <laughs> see, I can't even do it now. Nope. Yet. Nope. The I'm once sorry, Christianized veneer, he writes in this article, the once Christianized veneer has been worn off. <laughs> it's a veneer. That means it's just covering up what's underneath. Do you know how words work, Ken? And I don't mean to get like read one line of this and automatically jump on the shit, but like the you say what's underneath the secular veneer is the Christianity part of it, you know, or your God or religion, whatever it is. But veneers rub off, man. I've got this, like all of my banisters going down my stairs have been rubbed off from kids putting their hands on it, coming up and down the stairs in certain places. It's like, God damn it. Now I got to put more drywall and shit. Yeah, and I, I got to paint it again. Yeah. I got to redo my table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Veneers wear off. That's why you put a veneer on it to protect it. <clears throat> Stupid asshole. God damn it. I hate this guy. Shitty Abraham Lincoln. And he says, that. The Judeo-Christian ethic based on biblical mor- biblical morality. Whatever the fuck that means, man. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the fact that they use this Judeo-Christian. I've always hated the fact that they're willing to lump in Judaism and Christianity in the same boat. When it comes to, you know, if there's uh, ever a time when the, the Jewish people are going to be, you know, attacked again, they're going to abandon them in the fucking first heartbeat that they can. No, we're Christians. They killed Christ. We don't Mm -hmm. like these people. (laughs) The only reason they're friendly with them is so they can get their Armageddon (laughs) in fucking Israel that they want. Yeah, yeah. they're hedging their bet. So he says it worn off and secularism and moral relativism have taken its place. You're saying that if the veneer rubbed off, it's secularism and moral relativism, which is the basis for all... (laughs) of humanity (laughs) it's not taking its place you dumbass and study after study just continues to confirm how secular this nation really has become yeah and the studies have come out that christianity is on a fucking huge decline and by Mm -hmm. 2060 they're going to be in a ultra minority you know which is based yeah i'm i'm waiting for it i mean i'll be 80 fucking years old but yeah i'll be way too old to care but yeah yeah i'll I'm not going to live to 80. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. Like most dudes in my, my family cl- like clock out at, at 80. So mm-hmm. because it's always heart problems. And I'm like, great. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the inferior product. I appreciate that. 
Okay, so he says, uh, continues on saying, for example, according to a new study, which is from Christian Post. Yeah, that's a totally non-biased. I'm just going to look at the the sources behind this one. No, I don't want your shit. Give me the website. A teen from Texas. So there's one person and a student from North Carolina. They're not talking about actual real studies in this whole thing originally published at the Washington stand. What's the Washington stand. It's another religious website. Hey, how about that? Let's see. So the marriage strengthening research and dissemination center or mast center recently released a new report. Okay. So let's go to this actual report. Marriage Strengthening Research and Dissemination Center. Gee, I wonder if they have a bias. Yeah, I wonder if this is religious. I don't know. About us. Let's see what their about us on this group is. I'm going to deep dive on the air here. So, Healthy Marriage and Relationship Education, HMRE Programming, also called Marriage and Relationship Education, or Relationship Education Programming, teaches concepts and skills that promote healthy, safe, and stable relationships among youth and adults. These, let's see, support these efforts by conducting research on marriage and romantic relationships in the U.S. and on the programs designed to strengthen these relationships to help identify critical research gaps to generate new knowledge, mentoring and supporting emerging scholars, translating and disseminating these research and evaluation efforts. Let's see. The Mass Center is made up of a team of national experts in marriage and relationship research and practice led by child trends in partnership, led by child, child trends the fuck is child trends is that someone's name that'd be a terrible name let me let me see if this is a website i I got a dollar says it's a uh uh, let's see another religious institution uh let's see federal evidence agenda on the lgbtqi equity response so defining the complexity of step families in the united states Trying to see if they're overtly Christian. They know how to hide it well enough. Let's just mm-hmm. put it that way. I, I'm not going to spend too much time looking at all of it, but what a, they always pick the weirdest goddamn names for their yeah. organizations, too. You know, child trends. So, in partnership with the National Center for Family and Marriage Research, NCFMR, at Bowling Green State University. I heard there was a massacre there. <laughs> From a certain uh, congressperson that didn't understand. <laughs> she still doesn't understand. Where, she doesn't even probably know what state she's in half the fucking time that mm-hmm. she's there. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene we're talking about there. So uh, the Mass Center was originally established in partnership with blah, 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 by a five-year cooperative agreement from the Office of Planning, Research, and Evaluation with the Administration for Child and Families in the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So maybe not 100% um, religious. But it's still weird because I don't think there's going to be anything in there about, you know, gay marriage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're going to ex- exclude that whole stuff out there. But anyway, from their article, it says, uh, oh, wait, we're looking at the mass center, weren't we? It was the teens self-reported expectations and intentions for marriage, cohabitation and childbearing. Three authors for this article. Um, it says. That 79.9% of teens from 2017 to 2019, they expect to cohabit. Okay. But 95.5% say they expect to marry. 
and then 87% of these kids expect to have children or intends to have children. There's nothing to worry about here. You know, if they're expecting to marry, are the he Ken Ham is caught up on this expecting to cohabit because you shouldn't live together unless you're married. You know, mm-hmm. the biblical worldview that you shouldn't be doing any of this stuff until you're married. That's bad. That's a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> I was with my wife for six and a half years before we finally tied the knot. Mm-hmm. You know, we lived together for about three of it, you know, mm-hmm. but we dated for a really fucking long time. That's how we know that's going to last a while, you yeah, know? Even me and my wife, we were together for about eight years before we got married. Let's so. see. It's split not evenly among the... Well, it's split evenly pretty much among the, the expecting to marry and intend to have kids. Uh, but when expect to cohabit, females are only 75.4% and men are 84.1%. Interesting, but still not a big deal. And so they're by their teens self-reported intentions by parental living situation at age 14. So a both biological parents is the minority on the cohabit one. So it's a 78.1% say that they had both parents at home when they wanted to cohabit. They have a biological mother and stepfather, which is the grand overarching number for everything here. So, I mean, you could take all this information and you can build whatever fucking story you want from it. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what Ken Ham is doing with this article. So back to the whole thing that we've got here. He says, for example, on this new study, 80%, almost 8 in 10 of U.S. teenagers, 15 to 19 years old, expect to cohabit before marriage. I don't see a problem with that. I don't either. Uh, of course, he's going to see a problem with it because <clears throat> you shouldn't be doing any of this stuff without the, without the protection of marriage or something like that. Yeah, for sure. So it says the vast majority of teenagers expect that... Sometime after high school, they'll move in with a romantic partner. That may, that may sound benign to some, but the Bible says that's fornication, a sexual sin that flies in the face of God's very good, in quotes here, design for marriage and sexuality. And he brings out Genesis 2.24, you know, that good old first book. <laughs> Therefore, a man shall leave his mother and father and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Bro, that's gross. I I hate biblical sex talk. It's just nasty. But anyway, very good design for marriage. (laughs) I'm there is shit that happens in the Bible where it's not married couples. What about that? What about that passage, Ken? I know you run answers in Genesis, and so everything's going to be based on your Genesis worldview of things, because that's where you like to go to is the opening book of this fucking thing. But I I hate this shit so much. So it says, and sadly, when these numbers were filtered for people that attended weekly religious service attendance, the survey results did not specify which religious services because, you know, they need their purity. It needs to be Christian, needs to be evangelical Christian. The number only dropped to 70%. People don't want to move in with each other and get married. Nobody wants to make the commitment without knowing it's going to be something that works. You know, mm-hmm. if I would have married the first girl I dated, I would have to be one of those guys pretending to be a Mormon, mm-hmm. you know, going to probably living in somewhere in fucking Roosevelt County. Yeah. I mean, e- even when I look back at like the, if I were to look back at the first woman that I seriously dated and we got married, yeah. I'd be fucking horrible. Yep. You know, uh, but 
uh, I, I dated one girl and her sister literally got married to a guy after knowing him for a month. It, it, it is bad in Utah, guys. You know? It's especially bad oh, in the yeah. state. I mean, of know? course, you know what religion they're part of. So oh, yeah. yeah. Mormons marry oh, yeah. at the fucking drop of a hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, how? How do you know how this person's going to react when something when they when something upsets him when she's 19 or 20 and he's 21 or 20 mm-hmm. depending on when he came back from his mission <laughs> they know at 20 years old that that's the person they're going to spend the rest of their life not only the rest of their life with all time and eternity according to the LDS church mm-hmm. just think about that for a minute like the LDS church piles on the whole fucking like you're married forever <laughs> yeah you go to Colob, you're still married I mean, if you don't want her by you, you don't have to call her by her special name when you get up to heaven. But yeah, God damn it. Now, according to this article, 95% of these same teenagers expect to marry someday. But by living with someone before they're married, they are not only going against God's design and sinning against him and against each other. I don't know how. You're not sinning. People... (laughs) It's a tally system. I can't sin against my wife, you know? <laughs> we don't have a set rule, law, bullshit, codified book of things that it's like, if you do this as a sin and you must be really sad and sorry about it and pray to Jesus. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about with that against each other. I think but. I think it's a tally system. You guys have to argue about who's got less at no. the end of the month. No. I mean, we all have our list of the people that's an automatic pass, you know, like (laughs) you get the free pass with this celebrity, you know. Uh Anyway, but they're setting themselves up for an increased chance of divorce when they do marry. I would say that that's opposite. But he's looking up a he has a cherry picked article from also from Answers in Genesis News. Weird. um, Which is study finds God's design is for marriage is best. Then I could dig into that one, but I don't fucking want to. I if I like we were just saying, if I married the first person I started seriously dating and having sex with, I would be a miserable motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that would be pretend happiness because you went off with the first person that you got to sack with, you know? Yeah. Instead of learning who you are and what you want and who that person is and what they want in life. It doesn't fucking work if you just go in a hurry and get married. Now, I'm not going to say that doesn't that hasn't worked in the past. It has worked for a lot of people. Yeah. Arranged marriages still are a thing in a mm-hmm. lot of countries. So that very well could happen. But I think that unless you what's the term? If you unless you uh, before you buy the cow, try the milk, you know, the oh, uh, yeah, or it's a, some other colloquialism. Yeah. I can't remember. I know what you're referencing, but I can't think of it. So, yeah. Why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? You yeah. know, that yeah. that stupid thing. Whatever. So yeah, marriage is the car for you could buy it. Exactly. Marriage is not just a piece of paper. It literally is. It is. <laughs> I just I just got married. Dude, it not too literally long. It's is. All it is is a paper. I had to go to the Clark County in Nevada uh to their courthouse and we got a fucking marriage license and then we got married and the guy signed it after he officiated it. It's a literal fucking piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Or a romantic ceremony. You don't even have to have the ceremony, man. You can just get fucking comp- like married just like like in the courthouse itself. Mm-hmm. They asked if we were going to have someone officiate it. We said, yeah. So they said, here you go. Bring it back when you're done. <laughs> well, funny story. They don't do that here now. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of the pandemic, they don't do it here in the, in the, at the courthouse. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes it real difficult, especially if you're not 
religious. Yeah. And that formalizes an already committed relationship. It's much more. It's so much more than that. It's the first institution God created. I don't recall Adam and Eve getting married. In I, don't, the Bible. I don't recall a ceremony that they had. I don't remember there being any kind of priest or kind of like, I'm just going to Google this real quick. Cause he brings up Genesis uh, from this thing. Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and all over the creatures that move along the ground and all the yummy, delicious desserts that you're going to have. So, <laughs> so God created mankind in his own image, 27, and in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Not a fucking word about marriage in that mm -hmm. gobbledygook, so... The bedrock of the family and therefore society, the only appropriate, good, and holy setting for sex. Who wants <laughs> holy sex? Man, that sounds boring as shit. That sounds like hole in the sheet, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> nope. And a picture of Christ's relationship with his bride, the church. I, I hate it when they get very metaphorical about, you know, Christ being the bride or, or being married to all this... He, if he was married, he was married to women on the earth when he was here. Mm -hmm. This metaphorical, like he is the he is the husband of the church, you know, or the the I fucking hate the Trinity. I hate all of this bullshit because it's just we're gonna go ahead and just dilute and convolute all this shit, and none of it's gonna make any goddamn sense. So, marriage should be honored by all, and we Christians should put on display for our children, grandchildren churches and watching world god's incredible design we're gonna fuck in front of everybody <laughs> that's a thing uh, how can we do that here are a few practical tips huh. some, some tips from ken ham hey yo <laughs> i don't want your tips Ew, gross <laughs> keep that away from me put a condom on um says make sure you start with god's word start with scripture to learn what marriage is all about i don't fucking care <laughs> Uh, don't complain to others, it says here is one of these points. Marriage is beautiful and wonderful, but it's also a relationship made of two sinners. There will always be things about your marriage or spouse to complain about. But what message is that sending? Instead of grumbling and complaining, be publicly, especially in front of your children, grateful for your marriage and your spouse. I mean, I don't argue in front of the kids because we don't have that many to begin with. We just kind of just not get to the point where we're going to have stupid fights about a lot of shit. But, I mean, you have to have someone you can go to commiserate with because you're going through some emotional shit and you need somebody to bounce something off of to make mm -hmm. sure that you either are in the right or you're wrong about something. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to fucking talk to other people. That's how humans yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> then, if your complaints are worth airing, Take them before the Lord and then in a kind manner before your spouse. That's a <laughs> your spouse usually just wants to talk things out with you unless it's just a argument where that's not going to happen. But mm. there's nothing that time doesn't heal either. Yeah. You know, that, that would be the better thing to say here. So uh, talk about relationships in popular media media. When you watch a movie together as a family, talk about the relationships you saw depicted in the film or the show Were the couples cohabitating. Yeah, I'm going to sit here and talk about, you know, a movie that I watch with my kids about how good of a healthy relationship this is in the story. <laughs> well, and it's like, what show are we watching? Are we watching 
<laughs> are we watching Rome? Perhaps right. that's, that's kind of fucky. <laughs> that's lot, that's lots of fucky. Are we, yeah. Are we watching Game of Thrones? Are we watching Leave It to Beaver? Like, what are we watching here? I mean, even going to Hawkeye from last year from Marvel, wasn't Hawkeye technically cohabitating with uh, with Kate Bishop mm-hmm. in the in the 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 aunt's apartment? You know, mm-hmm. they weren't married. You know, they weren't doing it or anything else either. But they were still cohabitating, were they not? Yeah. Their their definition of you shouldn't even be in the same room with women. Why don't we just go ahead and go back to that standard where women have to go to the separate part of the church? You know, I mean, I'm sure it's that's their goal. There is that that is in Abrahamic religions across the world. You know, Judaism has churches that are segregated. Yeah, not all of it, of course, but you also have Muslim churches yeah, that they, are segregated. Yeah, so, I learned that in uh, from uh, <laughs> Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, yeah. yeah. And they're at their end of the church usually fucking sucks and they they yeah. talk about it. So yeah. <laughs> it's like every other fucking religion out there. It's like none sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Point it out and discuss God's very good design with your children. Man, my kids do not want to talk about marriage. They don't fucking care. No. <laughs> I mean, even if you were to ask me when I was a little kid, like, do you care about marriage? No, dude. I want to play with my fucking toys. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to play with. I want to go ride my bicycle outside. Did you think that was a good depiction of what that family should be like? What a family should be like? I mean, like it's a story. Mm-hmm. It's a movie. Well, and, and I mean, now that I've gotten older, I realize my family growing, my family life sucked. Like I was, you know, that was an. Abuse. It's all you knew growing up. Yeah, so I thought it was okay. I thought it was all normal, and you know, but to to, yeah. When I look back now, it's it bad <laughs> right uh that's crazy so did filmmakers portray the husband as spineless a bump on the couch a sarcastic know-it-all who's usually wrong or a fool that's a trope like dude. a good percentage of movie tropes you yeah. know <laughs> yeah i well i'm a paranormal activity too that <laughs> idiot dad the whole time was goofing around and i'm getting his neck snapped so mm-hmm. jokes on you a bump on the couch. That's because generally, because of institutions like Christianity, a lot of dudes feel like they don't have to do anything around mm-hmm. the house, you know. Mm-hmm. A sarcastic know-it-all who is usually wrong. There's a lot of dudes that are very overconfident mm-hmm. in their beliefs, or not beliefs, but their abilities and what they know about the world. So, Or a fool. Most of us are fucking blathering idiots. Oh, yeah. Look, <laughs> Women I mean, included. I'm just yeah, saying most I mean, of us, our circle of knowledge of what we have is fucking minute. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> e- even if uh, I mean, I go off my perspective, I'm an idiot about a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, I talked about it, you know. But when, when it comes to like emotional quotients and shit like that, like being able to have emotional intelligence with stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking idiot when mm-hmm. it comes to a lot of this stuff. My wife will like say, did you not catch the subtle, you know, hint about blah, 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 blah. Like. It's it's the whole thing from Harry Potter. I know Harry Potter's persona non grata these days, mm-hmm. but where um, <laughs> Harry's trying to mack on Cho Chang and <laughs> fucking Hermione's like, how did you not understand any of what's going on in her life right now the, to the point where you, you are the one trying to be aggrieved, but she's the one that's having a hard fucking time, and here you are just complicating shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't say it that way because... <laughs> It would have been funnier that way. But even, like, Jenny was on his ass about the whole thing. Mm. So, like, you're so fucking daft sometimes. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Um, uplift marriage before others. Just as complaining can paint a very negative picture of what marriage is to others and is in itself sinful. Complaining is sinful? 
I guess so. I mean, the listen point? to Reverend Lovejoy. You can't. You can't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, this, and Jesus Christ. When did, <laughs> when did that become a sin? Let's see. Is complaining a sin? Complaining. A, oh, it's listening to me, computer, aren't you? <laughs> complaining about your circumstances is a sin because you don't give God a chance. It says. Oh, that's some. That's some eight-year-old kid saying. That. Yeah. <laughs> Complaining is certainly not a fruit of the spirit from Galatians 5, 22 and 23. I don't see it saying a sin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Damn, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's fucking, that book is the worst, dude. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Uh, uplifting marriage before others can help show how wonderful this institution really is. When you speak highly of marriage and your spouse, others will notice, and that will likely give you a chance not to just to speak well of marriage, but to share why Christ makes all the difference. <sighs> I pissed off the uh, the guy that officiated our wedding because we we're like, no, no God, no God, no Jesus. You know, <laughs> he's like, what? And we're like, I don't. I'm an atheist. I don't want any of this in my wedding ceremony. He's like, just not even. Like you could tell, he was like harumphing over it. I'm like, brother, I'm paying you five hundred dollars to marry me with this fucking Elvis thing going on in the background. <laughs> you can fucking give me the words that I want to hear, you asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> well, it's just, without God blessing your religion. I mean, God blessing your marriage. How's it going to work out for you? It's worked out just fine. We got married in 2007. It's been 15 fucking years. I've been with her since 2001. I think we're going to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if not, it's going to be a, a parting of ways where we're like, cool, we got everything done we needed to do. Let's go enjoy our lives with yeah. whatever time we got left. It's not going to be a sorrowful, bad time kind of thing, you know? <sighs> I don't know. You never know what's going to fucking happen in marriage anyway, so. Mm -hmm. Mally and I will celebrate 50 years of marriage this December, and I'm so thankful for a wife who has been one with me in the ministry God called us to. Without her, the ministry of AIG would not be where it is today or even exist. I can honestly say we love each other more than ever. That's a sin. You, no, you can't love somebody more than God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is the core factor for a stable marriage? Having a third partner. The Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> So as long as they're cohabitating and Jesus is living there with them, you're going to be fine with yeah. it. <laughs> Baby, I brought the gardener home. <laughs> marriage. You can love me. Marriage, not cohabitating, really is one of God's gifts, and we must work together to raise godly generations who understand and believe what the Bible says about the goodness of it. And I read just a couple things in the Bible just now, and I did not see a goddamn thing in there about, you know, it saying that you need to get married and marriage is the best goddamn thing on the planet. So... Ken Ham, really, go fuck yourself, dude. It's just... You really are a dumb shit. <laughs> it really is a dumb shit. So anyway, guys, that's a, that's about 30 minutes. That's enough. We're going to get out of here. Hopefully you guys have a good week. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one, y'all. See ya. See ya.